As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller. I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Sure looks like Aaron Rodgers is going to be back with the pack in 2021. 2022, a completely different story. Welcome aboard. It is the Doug Gottlieb Show as George and I are sitting in for Doug today. And if you missed what was going on at the news desk at the top of the hour, over the last 10 minutes or so, ESPN's Adam Schefter breaking down the news that the Packers are offering concessions and would be close to an agreement with Aaron Rodgers to bring him back for at least this upcoming season. Now, if you miss some of the details, this is what we can tell you. This from Adam Schefter saying that the 2023 year in Rogers contract, which would be the last one that would be voided. 
the Packers would not be allowed to place the franchise tag or transition tag on Rodgers. The Packers would also agree to review Rodgers' situation at the end of this season and adjust the contract so he wouldn't lose any income this year, but allow the Packers to get more cap room. And yes, mechanisms would be put in place to address Rodgers' issues with the team. Aaron Rodgers looking like he's going back with the Pack, but for how long is going to be the big question. My whole issue on this, it sure seems to me that the Green Bay Packers are really caving in to Aaron Rodgers when we had been told Rodgers didn't have any leverage in all of this. Now Green Bay is is allowing Rodgers to return, going to alter his contract, address his situation at the end of the year. Uh, those things to me are just um, – I, apparently Aaron Rodgers had a little bit more leverage than I thought because I, I thought Green Bay could really play hardball with the quarterback. Apparently they chose not to, and it looks like Aaron Rodgers is going to be back with the pack this summer. Hmm. I, well, I, I think about an hour ago. <laughs> I think about an hour ago and 24 hours ago. Somebody, t- It's almost like I knew something. Uh, that, that, did, you, um, did, you know, did you know something, or did you, did you just – I don't want to say guess correctly because I don't think you guessed. I think you know how things work. Or yeah. Is this just how it played? This is how things play out in the NFL in your mind? No, no, no. Oh. I, I had a very good – I okay, it, it was a combination of some insider knowledge that I was not allowed to say and a, and a hunch, so I couldn't say it like it was fact. You see what I'm saying? Sure, sure. I, it, it, but, but it was literally – it made all the sense in the world to me as well, because I was just like, this is Aaron Rodgers. He's calculated. He's smart. And the only way he was coming back was for there to be some concessions made to guarantee he got out of that. He got out of green Bay after the season, unless for some reason he just had a complete change of change of heart. And he was, and I believe that this was a that Aaron Rodgers was going to retire a either that he was either potentially going to take that covid out or he was really going to retire and the team was like wow this dude's actually serious and at the point that they knew that he was not going to just show up and i think that that Aaron Rodgers has enough love for his teammates, uh, Devontae Adams, and a, and so much and so many other people around the Packers organization and fans that he knew that it had gotten so late and they didn't trade him that going to a new team was untenable anyway. Like like just because learning the whole system. Like everything. So he understood that going back to Green Bay or retiring was his best option. So I do think that he wanted the time off this offseason. But in addition to, to that, I think he also understood that he needed to let the Packers know that he was very serious. And he did that. Yeah, he, he sure did. And, and I even said a couple of weeks ago, I thought what he was doing to them and kind of just leaving them in limbo uh, was not fair to the Green Bay Packers. At some point when you kind of have to know if your veteran quarterback is going to be there and how you're going to plan for the season. It's And, and that's why I just referenced the, the Favre retirement was 
the Packers had moved on. Like they, they didn't think that Brett Favre was maybe going to come back. And it was when Favre ended up saying, no, I want to play. And then the Packers had kind of been in Aaron Rodgers mode since Favre had announced his retirement. That's what made it difficult. This was just, well, Rodgers is going to get his job back if he wants it when he returns. We're not going to hand it over to Jordan Love. So I just felt it was, it was, he really put Green Bay in a really difficult situation. And, and to have all this happen with a, if there was no deal done prior to the draft, I actually underestimated that aspect of it, of if you're going to trade Aaron Rodgers, you obviously would want, would have wanted a high pick in the draft that just occurred a couple of months ago. In addition to all of the additional compensation that you had, the point that's been brought up by many, including Doug on this show, of saying Green Bay didn't want to trade him to a team in uh, this offseason because that team's going to be good and that first-round draft pick wouldn't be as good. I honestly thought if Green Bay really thought that Aaron Rodgers was going to retire, it didn't matter where the first-round pick was. If you weren't going to get anything for him, they should have dealt him. Now I think it does open the door for them to uh, look for that trade, look for other teams to look at their quarterback's position. And honestly, George, with the way that the NFL is nowadays, and we saw Matthew Stafford be traded uh, this offseason. We saw Tom Brady obviously leave New England and and go to Tampa Bay last offseason. There are really, I don't know, maybe 10 or 12 Starting quarterback jobs, and this is just off the top of my head. I'll just say half the league. Half the league's probably more accurate with the young quarterbacks. But there's going to be an entire half of the NFL that would be willing to say, all right, we're ready to move on to our guy or from our guy to bring in Aaron Rodgers. So at least for Green Bay in that aspect, maybe it opens up more options than just maybe only the Denver Broncos or the Raiders as a possibility for Aaron Rodgers. They may get more teams in play for Rodgers services if they end up trading him. I guess that's going to work out for Green Bay. Yeah, it, and and he puts yeah he puts Green Green Bay in in, in a position where they're going to have high bids for for him, but but they're not but they're not just going to be able to send him anywhere either. <laughs> that that that's part of the deal is that he's going to have to okay and sign off on the places that that he wants to go, and so where you didn't think that that he that this was that he got anything from, you know, being, being out and all off season. I think it's clear now to, 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 to everybody that he actually really did get something substantial, which was exactly what he wanted, which was a way out. You know, this is, this is now just opens up Pandora's box on possibilities. And you're right. He's going to have his say but there are going to be some teams that are going to be interested in Aaron Rodgers if Green Bay is willing to do that, uh, willing to trade him to one of those teams that are going to be pretty good football teams. You know, I, I, not, to, not to make speculation, but we know Denver is looking for a quarterback. We understand that. We, we know that John Gruden is always looking for perfection, so we don't know how Derek Carr and, and what his future is going to be with the Raiders. But there's also a situation, say, in Cleveland where Baker Mayfield's coming off of a pretty good season where the Browns made it to the AFC Divisional Playoffs, and that team is set up in a way where you're saying to yourself, wow, this team is, this team could be on the verge of something. And now you're sitting there in your Cleveland, and you're saying, all right, well, we've got, at least we've got two more years of Baker Mayfield if we wanted him, if we wanted to sign an extension with him. 
But if we had an opportunity to bring in Aaron Rodgers and bring a bring a Super Bowl to Cleveland, like could you imagine? Could you imagine like that decision for the Browns? And I just bring the Browns up because they're a team that we talk about a lot. But you know that that could be a decision that teams are going to have to face. This is oh my gosh! And consider this: is that Baker Mayfield is like that that he hasn't signed a new contract Correct. yet. Yes. So now, now if you're the Browns, that may be a situation where you're like, uh, sorry, Baker, we like you. We don't love you though. <laughs> yeah, <I laughs> and, know. And yeah, that wouldn't, I, I don't think that, and it's the type of, and I don't know if Aaron Rodgers wants to live in Cleveland or not, but I mean, Cleveland, Green Green Bay, <laughs> you know, you're like trading a- apples for apples at that point in time, right? In the winter, you know, they're both beautiful cities, but, you know, having different things to offer in different times of year. But when it's cold, it's cold and there's not much difference. Yeah, to to that point, I just and I and I use Cleveland and not not to advance the story so far to make it about Baker Mayfield. But this is what this does now. Now, if you're an NFL team and you're reading the tweets like we're reading the tweets on how Aaron Rodgers is going to uh, continue his career with the Green Bay Packers, that it may only be for one season. Maybe you don't. Maybe you don't act on that. And and Baker Mayfield's agent this offseason had said that he believes that a deal is going to get done. But, yeah, a deal hasn't gotten done. His fifth-year option has been exercised, so he's under contract for the next two years for the Cleveland Browns. But I think it, it allows teams like the Cleveland Browns and maybe like other situations in the, in the NFL that pop up. And that's where maybe Green Bay can get a little bit more leverage back while you're bringing more teams into the equation on trying to acquire Rodgers. I just, to me, to me, George, I just don't see a scenario, and I connected to Tom Brady, I don't see a scenario where the Packers, you know, give Aaron Rodgers all of his concessions and he then wants to stay in Green Bay after the season. I think that's, you know, and I got the Instagram story. I thought it was because they both hated Brian Gutekunst, him and Devontae Adams, putting up the Jordan and Pippen. And and, and the last dance thing is is something that is there. Like, hey, it's, it's one more time around. Green Bay's got to make a decision on Devontae Adams as well. I just don't see uh, this is going to be the last uh, the, the last ride for Aaron Rodgers. And I just don't see a scenario where as, as much as Green Bay wants to word it with the insiders or say, hey, we'll evaluate the situation after 2021. I just don't see a scenario where Aaron Rodgers is back in 2022 in Green Bay. OK, see, I, I would agree that the likelihood of him going back is extremely low, like extremely low. But I also understand that sometimes miracles happen. Like it's it's like that also. It's gonna take a miracle <laughs> to make me love someone new. I mean, that's what it's gonna take for Aaron Rodgers to be back. And it is a long season. And sometimes personal things happen, other things that that you know tell a guy that he's not going to. Well, well, that that change a guy's mind. So I have no problem with that part of it, you be, you th- because his mind could be changed, even though it is extremely unlikely. Do you think if that that Packer fans will will like this news? Yes. What do you mean, dude? Yes. The, the, there and and also the the best part about the news is this, Dan, is that they get a chance to grieve. 
is that they already know it's coming. So you don't have to be upset about it next season and off season, any of that. You already know what's what's happening. It's like when the uh, it, it's different than when the Bulls broke up because you actually hoped that something would uh, would have happened, especially if they won another championship. But we've already seen this this movie. We already know how it how it ends. So I so I have no so I think that the fans are going to be re- relieved because they thought that last year they were like okay cool we will run it back and then they're like no 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 they're hit with a surprise but now they're back into a situation where they're like okay cool we can we can we can work with this year and we can enjoy it for what it is I think that there will be some that feel that way I don't think it's going to be all and I know it's difficult to to get everybody on the same page but to, to, I think there's going to be a, a, a group of Packer fans that, yeah, while they are excited that he's coming back this year for a team that was, uh, you know, a game shy of the Super Bowl for the second straight year, I think there's also a point of hurt feelings. Uh, betrayal may be too strong of a word, but to know that Aaron Rodgers wants to leave after this season, I don't think that all Packer fans will have that great feeling. They'll enjoy 2021, but I don't think that that uh, you know he has endured himself to the Packer fans because of that. I think that there are going to be some that do not like that Aaron Rodgers wanted to leave in the first place. And that, and that, and, and we'll see how it plays. Maybe if he, they win a Super Bowl and he rides off into the sunset, and Packer fans will be happy. But if they fall short or he doesn't play up to his expectations. I don't think that there is going to be uh, – I don't think there are going to be a lot of Packer fans that are loving Aaron Rodgers for how this is going to play out in the long term. We will keep the conversation going. He is George Reister. I'm Dan Beyer. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. You can get George on Twitter at George Reister. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Beyer on Fox. Apparently the Packers and Aaron Rodgers have agreed on something. And so is Oklahoma and Texas. We'll tell you what that is next year on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the capital region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moon roof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Winter's coming. Here in L.A., that means more rain. But for others, a wintery combination of sleet, slush, snow, ice, whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. All-season tires, all-weather tires, and dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com, use the Tire Decision Guide. You'll get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Redestein tires. Ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for two years. Mobile tire installation is available in many areas. And I don't know if you've heard about this. They bring new tires to your home or work and install them on site. It's a game changer. Go to TireRack.com sports. You'll see their Vredestein test results and special offers. They've been doing this for over 40 years. Trust me, TireRack is the experts. That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com. It's the way the tire buying should be. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. I'm Dan Byer. He's the crooner, George Reister. Get him on Twitter, at George Reister. You can find me on Twitter, at Dan Byer on Fox. Aaron Rodgers likely returning to the Packers with some uh, conditions. Isaac Lohenkron will have uh, the latest on that in about five minutes or so, and also an update on what may happen with Packers wide receiver Devontae Adams. But it's been a huge Monday when it comes to news this news broke last week but it kind of became official today george texas and oklahoma notifying the big 12 and its other members yes that they will uh, not be renewing their grant of rights uh, following 2025 so texas and oklahoma seemingly uh in another official step likely headed to the sec with that official word today i wonder did it come in like an email like where they just sent it to the eight schools and the big 12 like <laughs> subject matter grant of rights after 2025 hey, hey we're out of here or how does it happen but maybe not much of a surprise there was maybe some hope over the weekend uh from those that wanted to keep the big 12 together that maybe they could be enticed uh that the big 12 could entice oklahoma and texas just with a little bit uh, more a share of the revenue pie, but it doesn't seem like that's going to interest the Sooners or Longhorns, and so we're likely seeing an expanded SEC.
Man, you know this email came in. Everybody knew it, knew it was coming. And as soon as it, they go, man, this mess right, right here. All right. And then, you know, a couple of, um, I, I guarantee it was something in the email that made somebody a little bit mad or they felt offended by. And they had the um, and the one of the presidents called the other pre- president and was like, yo, you see this? Did you see what they had the nerve to say in this email? I haven't checked my email yet. What did they say? That, that was maybe the, the conversation. All right, hold on. I'm, I'm going to read it to you. I'm going to read this line to you right here. Okay. Um, and then they, and then, then they read, read the line. They're like, <laughs> what? I thought you were actually going to read me a line. I was like, okay. Oh, right, no. Okay, no. But I, I, yeah, I know what you meant. You, you got to wait till you hear this stuff. Wait. Yeah. Wait yeah. till you hear that. That wait, is wait till you hear this. Uh, it, it, the great part about today was how this stuff kind of ends up like spawning organically because your conference now has kind of been put in the crosshairs of what is the PAC 12 going to do? Yep. Is it really smart for them to try to add Big 12 schools, or should they maybe try to work some sort of agreement with the Big 10? I, that, that was the thing with me, and I, and I don't know, George, if it was the Pac-12 or, or the ACC, but I figured that the Big 10, the Big 10 would go after schools from those leagues, not from what was the leftover Big 12. And I think that's really the only way that you can, you can survive in what is going to be a super strong SEC is – you got to find you got to find the other powers and the other big conferences. You just can't take the leftovers of what's in the Big Twelve and what may be in the in the AAC or Conference USA. That's just not going to cut it. Yeah, I, I think it's important to keep things in perspective. Right? Is that yes, the SEC added Texas and Oklahoma. Okay, cool. But the Big Ten is the biggest baddest conference there that there that there is, and I think that. Because the SEC and Alabama specifically has had so much success that people sometimes n- neglect the fact that the Big Ten uh, pays out the most money, has the biggest TV contracts, and they have the biggest followings, particularly, and the biggest brand in all of college football is Ohio State. So, And, and I think that sometimes people forget that. So if you're the Big Ten you're not in a bad spot right now. So you don't have to add teams. And if you're looking at what's left over of the, uh, of, of the big 12, first thing is, is that they're only going to add um, accredited American unit uh, that have that American university yeah. accredited accreditation. So, but l- let's assume that all of the big 12 teams had it. Um, Dan, I'm going to read off the names and you tell me well, if you think that they moved the needle at all. Okay. Iowa State. No. TCU. No. West Virginia. No. Kansas State. No. Texas Tech. No. Kansas. No. Baylor. No. Oklahoma no. State. No. Okay. Yeah. So that's, so if you're the yeah, you're right. what if you're the Pac-12 or the Big Ten, you're yep. you're sitting here saying, "Okay, our best bet is to probably do something with each other, and and maybe the Big Twelve teams have no choice but to add SMU, Cincinnati, Memphis, and then they get moved moved up from G five status." Sure. 
to uh, or the American well, adds those schools and then they end up the other power five conference. What's going to happen? We're going to end up with three super conferences and it's going to still mess everything up. He's George Reister. I'm Dan Bayer. Steve Palazzolo, a pro football focus, is on hold waiting for us. We'll get to Steve right after Isaac Lohenkron gives us the latest of what's going on today. A busy Monday, Isaac. Indeed, Dan and George. Adam Schefter reporting that the Green Bay Packers are close to an agreement that would bring Aaron Rodgers back to the Packers for at least this season. The sides agreeing upon terms and concessions that are close to convincing Rodgers to abandon plans to skip training camp. The new understanding would help set up Rodgers' departure from Green Bay after this season in the form of the last year of his current contract in 2023 being voided with no tags allowed in the future. Schefter just adding that Devontae Adams is now willing to listen to any contract discussions the team would like to have and is open to a deal. Deshaun Watson's attorney, Rusty Harden, has just told John Barr that 10 women have now filed complaints with the Houston Police Department about Watson. Eight of the 10 women are among the 22 who alleged in civil suits that Watson sexually assaulted them or was sexually inappropriate with them. Two of the 10 women were not among the 22 involved in the civil suits. The Washington football team and defensive tackle Jonathan Allen have agreed to a four-year, $72 million extension. Indianapolis Colts head coach Frank Reich has tested positive for the coronavirus despite being fully vaccinated. Reich says he is presently asymptomatic. And some breaking NBA news, Adrian Wojnarowski just reporting that the Memphis Grizzlies finalizing a trade to send Jonas Valanciunas and draft picks to the New Orleans Pelicans for Stephen Adams, Eric Bledsoe and draft picks, including a pick routed through the Los Angeles Lakers. Dan and George. Thank you you. very much, Isaac. It is the Doug Gottlieb show on Fox Sports Radio. Pro football focus. Steve Palazzolo joins us here on Fox Sports Radio. Steve, Aaron Rodgers is going to be showing up to Green Bay. We expect. Did you expect that this was going to be the ultimate outcome following this stalemate off uh, all offseason? I don't know. Did anybody get this right the entire time? I thought it would be uh, as of last week. I said, okay, at some point he's probably just going to show up and play. And then, you know, the numbers are going off the books because everybody's got this tip that he's going to retire. So then I started doubting it, but you know, I think it it did get to that point where he wasn't Rogers just wasn't easy to trade. Uh, I I think he's too, I think he's at a point in his career where he's still too competitive to just hang him up. I, I never completely bought into the retiring thing. Because he's coming off a great season. He was awesome. And they lost in the NFC Championship. I think he wants to finish uh, what he started either in Grand ba- Green Bay or somewhere else. I think he wanted to play. So I'm not surprised that Rodgers is going to come back at this point in the process. We'll see what ends up happening going forward. Uh, how much do you think that contract talks with Devontae Adams maybe played into um, you know them realizing that getting a deal done with Aaron Rodgers was imminent. Yeah, I, mean, I think those, I think both of those guys, you know, they want to play together. I think it's a huge part. I mean, from, from Devontae Adams' standpoint, I think you're saying, okay, I don't, I don't necessarily want to be the guy that's breaking in Jordan Love over the next couple of years. And I think from Aaron Rodgers' standpoint, he certainly wants to make sure that um, whether it's just this year or, or if there is one more year somehow in Green Bay for Aaron Rodgers, that, uh, that it's with Devontae Adams. So I think, and plus, you look at, you know, from PFF standards and I think any other standard last year, Rodgers was the top quarterback and uh, Devontae Adams was the top receiver. You know, I mean, those guys are the, they're the engine for the team. I mean, we were just talking today on our podcast that, 
if Rodgers doesn't play and if Adam somehow, you know, it works his way out of Green Bay, how bad does, how much does do the Packers drop as a team? I mean, they really go from Super Bowl contender to just, just another team. So uh, those guys are the catalyst. They want to play together and, and, you know, they should, they should make sure that they're together as long as possible. Steve Palazzolo, senior analyst for Pro Football Focus, joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. He's George Reister. I'm Dan Beyer. About Adams, how far apart is he from number two when it comes to the wide receiver position? Because there was the report over this weekend that Green Bay did not want to make him the highest paid wide receiver uh, in the game. How much of a head start or how much of a lead does he have over the second and third and fourth guys, according to you guys? So that's the tricky part. I, I don't. I think Julio Jones was was by far not by far, but pretty clearly the best receiver in the league over the last you know eight years or so. And you know there were times where you debate him with a couple other guys. And Devontae Adams pretty much has one year. I think you can look at it and say, okay, he was the top guy. Mm-hmm. You know, previous to that, I think you know it was Julio or New Hopkins was in the mix. And that's the problem is New Hopkins and his deal is just in a different league. It's a different ballpark from the other receivers. So. I think because of receiver, the nature of it, it's tough to just be so, you know, the, the dominant top receiver every single year. So I wouldn't say Adams is that much better uh, than that next group. Um, I think he's the best route runner. It does all the things you, you want. Getting open is the most important thing for receivers. He does that better than anybody in the league. So um, Devontae Adams is fantastic. But, yeah, the tricky part is going to be getting over that hump as far as if he wants to be the top paid receiver in the league, they have to, you know, jump up pretty high to get up into New Hopkins territory. Yeah, these these contracts are are very interesting because I think that teams are going to have to be very careful about how they structure deals, even with some of their best players and the players as well, to make to make sure that they maintain maximum flexibility while uh, the way that they these cap numbers aren't untenable for them to be moved if such a case needs to be made. Yeah, and here's the thing about football, I think, that, that we've learned at, at PFF is, you know, the quarterback is in his own world. You know, the, the fact that we could talk about the Green Bay Packers as a Super Bowl contender or as just a, another, you know, potential 500 team because of a quarterback, because of Aaron Rodgers, or, or the Tampa Bay Bucks can go from a below 500 team to a Super Bowl team with the addition of Tom Brady. We know that the quarterback is, you know, moves the needle, you know, more than any other position, but... Um, superstars in the NFL other than quarterbacks actually don't move the needle at ne- nearly as much. And, and so I think that's the tricky part is when you give a non quarterback 20 million plus or whatever that number might be, it is very tough to get that actual on field value in return for that player without hurting the rest of your roster. Everybody talks about football as the ultimate team game. It's true. You know, the quarterback changes things, changes the arithmetic, but the rest of it, you know, there's 30 contributors, 35 contributors in a given in a given week. So it's really tough for you know non quarterbacks to truly impact the game. And I think that's why a lot of smart teams are hesitant to give any one player the 20 or 25 million dollar a year type of contract. Steve Palazzolo joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. Get him on Twitter at PFF underscore Steve. Of course, senior analyst for Pro Football Focus. When we debate Aaron Rodgers, and I say we, it's us radio hosts, and, and we decide and if we, we like Rodgers, we don't like Rodgers, we only take 2020 and 2019. Like we say, don't look like a down year in 2019, MVP season in 2020, guy's going to be 38 in December. 
are are there trends that show that that maybe 29 was just the the off year or that 2020 was maybe the odd year that you guys have seen prior to 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 those years because i just think that when we look at rogers we only just talk about the last two seasons but is there more to the story when looking at aaron Rodgers and where he is now from his previous seasons before that it, it's a good it's a good question because yeah you're right we should be looking for all these guys at, at a bigger body of work i mean even tom brady last year at this time we should have not just been looking at 2019 and i think when you look at aaron Rodgers' career i can think of probably three or four times where he was probably the best quarterback in the league, right? I mean, he was just playing at a different level. 2011, a massive breakout. 2014, he wins the MVP. It was the same thing. 2016, that stretch, right, where that stretch where they just – he was incredible for, for a chunk of that season. And then last year. Uh, but in between that, you know, since that 2016 stretch, I think there were legitimate concerns about Rodgers maybe regressing a little bit. Not necessarily physically, but his decision-making was a little off. He wasn't throwing the ball over the middle of the field nearly as much. He was leaving clean pockets and playing out of structure far more than he should have. So um, I definitely think that there's, there's a balance between, hey, he's coming off maybe his best ever season, therefore he'll continue that. Um, and there's a balance between that and this, you know, uh, a, lot of, a lot of the nerds in the analytics community, you know, thought that he was completely regressing before last season. And, of course, they were wrong too. So I think there's somewhere in between. He might not be the best quarterback in the league this year, but he's still in that top three, top four mix and still an absolute game changer, even at the, you know, as he's pushing 40 years old. Yeah, we've heard, obviously, a lot about not only Aaron Rodgers, but one, another top quarterback in in the league, in Deshaun Watson. Do, uh, do you think that we we will see him throw a pass in the, in the NFL this season? Because now there's the uh, timing seems curious that now that there are legal complaints but potentially uh, well criminal complaints potentially against him now when training camp is starting when those could have been done months ago as well yeah it's it's a tricky one to comment at this point i just i, I don't have enough information on that i'm not really sure where this one ends up and the the nfl i mean i'm assuming there's there's action if if action needs to be taken, the NFL will take it, meaning, you know, Watson's either missing half the season or the whole season or, or more, you know, if, um, if, if a lot of these things stick. So um, it's tough to comment on that. Obviously, you know, Watson, I, I know this, from an on-field standpoint, last year in PFF, we had uh, Watson was the fourth-graded quarterback, but out of the top five, the other four all went to the AFC or NFC championship. So they all went to a championship game, and Watson was our fourth-graded quarterback, and, you know, they won four games. So – um, he is a Super Bowl caliber quarterback, and we'll see if he's playing in either Houston or somewhere else at some point this season. Steve Palazzola joining us here at Pro Football Focus. Not to put you on the spot, but do you do you know uh, without Deshaun Watson, like can you guys rate how bad that quarterback room is, or how bad that roster is entering the season? Like, is this is this one of the worst that, that, that we're going to see entering an NFL season in a while? Or, or how does that, that Texans quarterback room or that roster shape up uh, without Deshaun Watson? Yeah, I think the quarterback room is, is not good. I mean, it's Tyrod Taylor, Davis Mills. Uh, I thought Mills was, you know, a, a project coming out of Stanford. Stanford, if he's playing, it's, it's definitely the worst quarterback situation. Tyrod shows flashes at, at points through, you know, through his career. If he can get rid of the ball a little bit quicker and take fewer sacks, Tyrod's a very accurate passer. Uh, he can run the ball a little bit. So 
Um, you can actually win a little bit with Tyrod Taylor with a good supporting cast. But, yeah, the roster is just – it's rough right now. Nick Casario came in, and he kind of built the roster like it was uh, uh, like a contender that needed to build depth, that needed to build roster spots 23 through 45 and just get, you know, the, your, your third corner and your – uh, you're, you're nothing against the second tight end, George, but you know, you're, you're backup tight ends or whatever it might be, right? He's building the depth on that roster when they actually just need uh, better starters. Um, so yeah, the Texans roster is not great, but I think they're trying to change the culture, see what sticks and just get a whole bunch of veterans in there and, and see who's going to be a part of that Texans rebuild. Hey, well, watch out, watch out for Pharaoh Brown. I'm telling you, he's going to be a sleeper <laughs> this year. Um, but, um, Go Ducks, yeah. um, but, but there are some other other teams, and me and um, and me and Dan had a, a debate about quarterbacks and the Rams yesterday because he was like, "Oh man, I think the Rams are favorites in the NFC West," and I was like, "Because they added Matthew Stafford, how many wins? Because they won ten games last year. How many wins do you think that they are better with with Matt, Matthew Stafford?" He said two. How, what what do you say? Man. No, it's not really two. I mean, you'll never get a season where, hey, all things are equal, but there's not a two-win difference, I don't think, between Matthew Stafford and Jared Goff. Thank um, you. I will say, yeah, now, Jared Goff last year, and probably in 2019, he regressed a little bit. 2018, he was fantastic. That's the thing, right? Matthew Stafford is more likely to give you a 2018 Jared Goff performance. That got the Rams to the Super Bowl. Of course, Goff didn't play well in the Super Bowl, but I know the Rams – I think the Rams are being a little overhyped because there, there's no nuance to Matthew Stafford analysis. Some people think he's just Dan Marino, you know, stud thrower without the rings. Other people think he's, you know, a guy who's never done anything in the playoffs. Uh, the truth is somewhere in between. Stafford's a very talented player who has never truly dominated, and I don't think his situation in Detroit has been as bad as people say. He's had some good pass catchers to throw to. So I think Stafford will have a good season. I don't think he's worth two wins. But I am intrigued to see what he does with McVay, with those receivers to throw to, and a pretty good offensive line. I do think the Rams will be better, uh, but I, I think they'll be kind of in that 2018, you know, maybe on the cusp of the Super Bowl. But, uh, you know, Stafford's got to play a little bit better even than he has in recent years. Okay, last one, because I get the cross-examination. Is Matthew Stafford better than Jared Goff? Yes. Okay, I do, that agree. Was... I do agree with that. I'd yeah. agree with that, too. You didn't yesterday. No. So what changed no, for today? No, that, that, no listen, I didn't no, say No, we're not going to waste wasn't. Steve's time. We're not going to waste Steve's time to hear about <laughs> our petty little argument, George. He, he put the numbers game on me, which is so out of my league. That's why we need, T, why we need Steve Palazzolo to come on the Doug Gottlieb show. Uh, Steve, we appreciate the time. George and I are going to bicker after you leave. Um, <laughs> so if you want to stay on the line, you can listen to that. But we appreciate it, and we'll, uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Anytime. Thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate it. Steve Palazzolo, senior analyst for Pro Football Focus. You asked me yesterday. That was the whole conversation. I I think that the Rams are a contender. I think that they would have won the NFC West if Cam Akers was healthy. Uh, that changes things. I put them in the Super Bowl if, if they had everybody healthy. I really like the Rams. But the whole point of the argument was uh, Stafford over Jared Goff, and you said that Stafford didn't make a difference. And no, that Jared Goff would have no, started when he was actually getting benched I did not by, say, for John Wolford 
in the uh, the wild card oh. game. Remember, Goff came in that game and ended up playing only because Walford ended up getting knocked out. I did not say that that Matthew Stafford was not better than Jared Goff last last year. What I what I said is I don't think that that this turns them all of a sudden into NFC West favorites. I like that that with. Obviously, they lost Cam Cam Akers, but even prior to that, I didn't think that. That's what I was saying. That I don't that, that we don't know, and I said we don't know that that this team is going to be that much better with Matthew Stafford than they are with Jared Goff. That's what you, I said. You asked me; they were ten and six, and I said they could go twelve and five. So in a seventeen game season, adding two wins. So you kind of took my phrase out of context, George. Okay, not the so, first time, so, but so in a, in a sixteen game season, so. How, well, how here, many, time, time many, out. We, we actually, we're, we, we got to go to break. We actually okay. do. We're, we're a little bit long. He is George Reister. I'm Dan Byer. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Not only in, uh, will George and I settle this Jared Goff, Matthew Stafford Rams argument, Doug Gottlieb's actually going to chime in on his thoughts on Team USA's loss yesterday to France. That's next year on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, guys. It's Rich Davis from Covino & Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance or any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew could stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you could sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. 
Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter what your style, you could drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Winter's coming. Here in L.A., that means more rain, but for others, a wintery combination of sleet, slush, snow, ice, whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. All-season tires, all-weather tires, and dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com, use the Tire Decision Guide. You'll get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Yokohama tires. Ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for two years. Mobile tire installation is available in many areas, and I don't know if you've heard about this. They bring new tires to your home or work and install them on site. It's a game changer. Go to tyrat.com slash sports to see their Yokohama test results and special offers. They've been doing this for over 40 years. Trust me, Tire Rack is the experts. That's tyrat.com slash sports, tyrat.com. It's the way the tire buying should be. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Doug Gottlieb Show. I'm Dan Beyer. He is George Reister, the NFL vet. We are sitting in for Doug today, having a grand old time and what has turned out to be a huge news day in the world of sports. It was also a big news day yesterday for what happened at the Tokyo Games. And because of that, we're going to hear something very interesting from a Fox Sports radio program a bit earlier today in a segment we like to call. And now. And George, we're in for Doug Gottlieb today because Doug Gottlieb was in for Colin Cowherd on the herd and weighed in to Team USA and their men's basketball team losing to France yesterday in their opening game of the Tokyo Games. You ever watch your kid play soccer when he's like seven or eight years old? And I'm not talking about the club soccer, but the club soccer is still a little bit about this, right? Like the way we teach soccer and to a certain extent basketball in at the youth level is like you kick it up to the best kid. He just like cherry picks or snowbirds, depending upon your location, gets the ball at midfield and then just beats people. You just kick it down to him. He just faster than everybody else and he scores. And then you watch like European soccer or Argentinian soccer and they pass the ball backwards and backwards and sideways. And it's very, it is very different from how we play soccer. We are a brute force country. We have better athletes more possessions, better athletes, play faster, go one-on-one. And, and, and it works in NBA-style officiating, NBA-style rules. And it's worked enough, right? It's worked enough for us to be successful at 25 consecutive wins in Olympic competition before uh, early yesterday morning. But the rest of the world is caught up to us. Plus, we don't send all of our best players. Plus, we don't really have a, a culture, a system, a style in place. It's just, you know, go play hard and then our offenses are as simple as possible because all these guys have always been stars. At the end of the day, their default is, I'm going to go get us a bucket. And that's not really how it works in European basketball. 
It's just not. We in trouble. Right? We in trouble. They've lost three of their last four games. It's just an exhibition that wasn't an exhibition. They lost three of their last four games. Right? Um, and all the losses are to teams who, I mean, Nigeria is not a team you'd expect to lose to. But when you have this type of consistency in losing, it, it speaks to something is wrong. I don't disagree with a lot of what Doug said there. Doug knows more about basketball than, than, uh, than I do. He knows more about basketball in his pinky than, than what I do. But it's just the point. I don't get why everybody is just completely up in arms. As, as we talked about yesterday, George, it, the only thing it's just expected to go to, to Tokyo and get a gold and come back. And the, the thought of losing has never entered anyone's mind. And when it happens, the sky is completely falling. And I just think that that thought process is absurd. Listen, it winning is life. If you're not first, you're last. And when you're playing with the best players in, in the world, they should find a way to to play basketball the way basketball should be played. Or maybe the NBA needs to change. He's George Reister. I'm Dan Beyer. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Aaron Rodgers is seemingly getting his way and will be back for the pack this season. Another quarterback may get his way as well in the NFL. That's next. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Traveling for college hoops this year? Pro tip, stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball just like us. Each Graduate Hotel is like a shrine to the local team with lots of cool details for alumni, nods to school colors, mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? They have 30-plus hotels in the best college towns, and get this, you can save up to 30% off with the code Doug. That's my name, Doug. Good at any graduate hotel location, anytime up to 30% off. So here's what you do. Book your stays at graduatehotels.com. That's graduatehotels.com. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. 
Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 